see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello. How do you know that's what I was doing? That's all you <laughs> do. <laughs> it's not all I do. Um, it really no, it's, is. Not, it's more. Like watching 10 hours of TV. <laughs> well, she does work occasionally. But. Yeah, I do. You know, I managed to get a little bit of work, you know, in there a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, you just, I mean, I, I, I know that all the whole showing up on time is late. I'm still early. I mean, as you were texting me, I was logging on um, for the show. So, right. So, you noticed what I did to the agenda, right? No, um, I'm, I'm trying really clumsily to get to it. <laughs> well, I titled it and filled in the description. Oh, so, okay. Okay, so this is. You may want to read it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump down there now. <laughs> yes, okay. I completely agree with yeah. with today's title. I think you're the one supposed to start it off, too. Yes, so <laughs> hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of In the Stacks with... Barry. LaToya. And T'Challa. Yay, T'Challa's yeah. back. So um, I wanted to start by, and, and Julian was unaware, T'Challa was unaware of this. Um, you know, sometimes things happen that make you really appreciate life. You know, these okay. these rushes with death that can really change a person's perspective. That's true. I mean, yeah, you did almost die yesterday. I did, and uh, T'Challa, yeah, see, T'Challa doesn't know. So. Um, so last night I was, he had time to text me about it while it was happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I posted it to Facebook and other places as well. Um, so I, uh, I was at the Jones County football game to, uh, show my support for T'Challa, who is basically the, the only person with talent in the Jones County band. Right. And, um, so I was there and, you know, when I was first, before it started, I decided I was going to get me a little snack. Right. <laughs> so I went up there and I, I said, I want some nachos. Right. And so the lady at the window, she says, do you want jalapenos on them? And, you know, I've lived, a, I've lived a good life. My affairs <laughs> are in order. And so I was pretty confident. I was, dare I say, cocky. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Throw them on there. Right. And then, I, and I, luckily I then thought, Oh, give me some water too. <laughs> I might need that. <laughs> might need so she gave me a bottle of water. And so then I went and I found me a seat, sat down. And um, I will say the jalapeno to nacho ratio was a little off. Okay. You got more jalapeno <laughs> than nacho? Yeah. You pretty much couldn't tell there was um, nachos there. <laughs> the, you know, mound of jalapeno. You ordered jalapenos with a side of nachos. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So get me. Nachos with that? Yeah. So I got me a big chip with a big old jalapeno on it mm -hmm. and some cheese. And then I shoved the whole thing in my mouth. 
seems like a terrible idea when you have <laughs> so the initial the initial thought was oh this tastes good and then my nose started like itching like inside <laughs> and i was like oh my god i you know i think i might sneeze all right so then i did i sneezed twice right and then my eyes were watering <laughs> and, yeah i couldn't stop coughing because like, there was like this burning itch in my throat mm-hmm. uh, and so i you know i was just i kept I, I was luckily i had the water right right it was still not enough and you know somebody near me was like you okay and i was like yeah it's like really good nachos <laughs> crying tears going down my face and um and i i swear i was coughing for the entire first quarter oh my gosh it was bad enough that people around me were like, you know, kind of moving away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're probably thinking I had the COVID or something. You know? Something like that. Absolutely. And of course, I kept eating the nachos. <laughs> of course. Of course. You paid your good money for that, right? So, yeah, well, you know, I'm like crying. I'm like putting the note in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, but luckily, about halftime, I felt better. Um, I did drink. That's good. And uh, yeah, I did better. And um, T'Challa rocked out at the uh, the game. You know, last week it didn't work out. He didn't actually right, play. right, because uh, you said something about the power cord or something had. Yeah, oh, it, no, what it was is the aux cable, like the port for it on the keyboard, uh-huh. had a little. It just popped out, committed suicide. Nope, not today. Got it. <laughs> but yeah, last night uh, he was he was he was rocking it. Um. He even had like a solo at one point, uh, which cool. I made your own video. I'm sure you've already looked at the pictures and videos I posted on Facebook. Right oh, now. of course, because you know how much I love Facebook, and I'm totally not on hiatus. <laughs> yeah, and then I then I had a black question for you. Yes, which <laughs> um, I thought was interesting because you know it's like we're concerning simultaneously. What's the closest thing to like a you know a black person I have on call? Okay. But which is hilarious because you are blacker than I am. But it it is True. funny because these are the types of things that you know when you live in the South. These are the types of things that happen. Yeah. Um, so yes, please tell the listeners um, what, what you texted me about. <laughs> yeah. So um, one of the the Jones County coaches, like one of uh, all right, this player who was of African American descent, mm-hmm. had um, just scored a touchdown, and when he came off, I saw the coach. And he was like, he was like, good job, good job, young buck, good job, young buck. And he like slaps him on the ass, right? Mm-hmm. Buck. And so I immediately texted Latoya. I'm like, is it okay for like a middle-aged white man to refer to a black teenager as a young buck? And uh, you said that maybe he was like complimenting him on his virility. I, I mean, that's how I like to think about it. I mean, you know, I'd much rather. Slightly... Yeah, that, that does seem kind of funky. I don't know. Young I don't know. buck. I don't know. I'd say that's something that needs to be worried about. Yeah. Now, but I mean, that isn't my job to worry about it. There you go. It's not mine either. But it, <laughs> and of course, I didn't see if he called like the the white boys young buck. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just what he calls all young men, which is strange enough in itself. But um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, like I didn't take it to be anything really? offensive, or I mean, it was odd. But then again, nicknames or just terms of endearment can be odd. I mean, you know, hell, my husband, I call him poop. So, 
That's, that's, that is meant to be a term of endearment. Whether or not he takes it as that, that's not my business. I don't care. That is what I call him. <laughs> okay, all right. I typed in well, okay, then. buck and black people. Oh, my gosh. And it comes up right away. Interesting results. Mm -hmm. um, Definitions.net says that it is a racist term for African-American slaves. Is it? In post-Reconstruction United States, black buck was a racial slur used to describe a certain type of African-American man. In particular, the caricature was used to describe black men who refused to bend to the law of white authority and were considered violent, rude, and lecherous. A I black buck. Like yeah. I know, really. A black buck was a black man who defied white will and was considered uh, destructive to American society, was considered hot-tempered, violent, unintelligent, and eager to sexually assault young white women. Okay, so we were all a little bit right in terms of what it could mean. Um, with this Caucasian coach, what was his what would you say his age is? Because it's quite possible that it is something that is lingering from his childhood that maybe he doesn't feel is that big a deal. He, he seemed younger than me. I figured he's in his thirties. Oh, well, I mean, so I, I, I imagine he had, would have no idea of the origins of, of that term. Probably not. Absolutely um, not. But maybe somewhere I had heard it that way because I, I immediately had like things going off in my head going, <laughs> See, I, I thought because there there are a lot of slang terms that were used to describe like especially African American men in like it vaguely fetishized, sexualized ways, you know. And see, I know nothing about that stuff. Yeah, because I, I barely she, married some. Like, yeah, she was like black men. Yeah, I don't really like to. I marry them, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think the only two you dated, you married, right? Um, yes, that, that would be correct. <laughs> wow, thanks, Barry. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. But it, I mean, it, that's the truth. It is the truth. So yeah. I can't fault you for that. Who knows where the conversation is going to go this week? I know, seriously. So speaking of which, it's kind of a good segue since we really have no um no guide this week so it's like, it is, it's like we're, we're doing it without a net yes we absolutely are so this weekend is my anniversary weekend Kay came home this morning at like I think it was like seven eight something because I didn't go to sleep last night I was up late anyway just because I tend to be up until two or three o'clock at night and so since I knew he was on his way I was like the child what? says you're that late playing Animal Crossing. Okay, well, there is truth in that as well in this particular instance. Yes, that is true too. What, do you guys have cameras in my house? I mean, really? <laughs> so, so yeah, last night, uh, this past week, it's been weird as far as what I've been watching on TV. I've just been in a Dateline mood, so I've just been playing Dateline's a lot of. Awesome. I love, yeah, I love Dateline. I love Keith Morrison, but I um, just had it playing on um, since I, you know, subscribed to basically the top package of cable. Uh, I was just doing a lot of the ones that were on demand. And so even though I had 
already watched most of them. It was really just serving as kind of background noise. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I played Animal Crossing on the console itself because for whatever reason, I felt like it was important to do that and listen to to Dateline. Although they say, you know, you can now listen to them on podcasts. Um, And so when it was about, so it was 4.18 in the morning, I called him because I usually call him at 4.18 p.m., not on the a.m. We're supposed to both be sleeping. But since I knew he was on his way, I was like, oh, let me go ahead and give him a call. And then while I was there, I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait up for you, um, you know, whatever time you're going to get here. And, and we both determined it would be about like 8.30 in the morning. And I mean, you know, it's not uncommon for me to, to do that. I've done that before. Um, but I have been a little sleep deprived, uh, the past several nights. So I was able to make it to like 7.30 AM and then fell asleep. But, um, so he is home for the weekend. Uh, our anniversary is on Monday. It'll be eight years of marriage, which feels like an eternity. Um, it feels like y'all have been married longer than that. I know. I mean, we've been together for what, like 10 but yeah we've been together for 10 but been married for eight and you know we've both agreed that you know there is no marriage after this like if we're if either one of us is like we're done then neither one of us are going you know to get remarried uh but i was mentioning it to a client of mine yesterday um because we check out and we do like our our what we're grateful for what our win is these just like different things that we report on um, for our our accountability checkout. So I said, you know, well, I'm grateful that, um, you know, Kay is going to be home this weekend. And he's like, oh, wow. I said, yeah, please don't get excited because nothing's going to (laughs) happen. So he's like, you may get lucky. I'm like, yeah, no, no. The days of me thinking I'm going to get lucky are, are long behind me. So, so, um, yeah, it's interesting that i after that i realized why is it that so many people know about my sex life or the lack yeah, of I, I was thinking that but i was like wait we talk about it every week yeah and i was like but yeah we do talk about it and like with this client and it's funny the clients i have now i've been with them for at least five years in most cases um and so with this particular client he and i were both the same age um we have very similar backgrounds in terms of our our you know, our parents are from Jamaica, blah, 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 blah. Our parents, at least one of our parents work on the same team with us. Um, But yeah, I was just thinking, wow, people must really just feel sorry for me or just think it's so pathetic that (laughs) it's like, yeah, what is sex? I don't even know what that is anymore. So, so he is here. I asked him if he wanted to be on the show. He's sleeping because we were watching. Oh, TV. I thought you meant your client at first. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, wow. This, <laughs> but, might, um, this might be stepping over some sort of line. <laughs> no, not quite. Um, but no, so Kay is sleeping or at least in between sleeping because when he got home at 830, I was up long enough for us to place an order on Grubhub because you can pre-order on Grubhub so I ordered our breakfast or pre-ordered our breakfast um, and we woke up and had breakfast like 10:45. we watched an episode of Bar Rescue and then I was like okay let's watch John Oliver and sure enough within like five minutes of it starting Kay was sleeping which again I mean he hadn't gotten any sleep I I'm running on fumes right now 
but uh yeah he was he didn't want to take away from the show and he's like you know I don't want to like step on any toes or do anything like that and I'm like eh, whatever I'm you know I said you know you know it's me Barry and T'Challa will be there I'm sure um and so he said he would have if I really really wanted him to but I told him just go to sleep and I left the room <laughs> mm. So at some point he will have to make an appearance, I suppose. Um, it's been, I think maybe in the old, old days he made an appearance or two, but it's been a very long time. Since yeah, it's been a long been time. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I am again, sleep deprived. I got a nap in, so I slept from about what, like eight thirty ish or seven thirty ish to, um, 10 30. So like three hours. And that's all I've had. So um, if I'm a little bit more delirious than usual, it's the lack of sleep, the immediate lack of sleep. <laughs> and I am, in fact, while we're doing the show, also playing Animal Crossing. So I would think, you know, I mean, you know, so one of these times when you say, hey, you want to order Grubhub, right? Or, hey, do you want to watch John Oliver? Right. It's not like Netflix and chill. It's well, never say, euphemism. Why, don't, why can't you say, hey, want to, like, do dirty stuff? Yeah. His answer is usually no. Or, I mean, it's always no. <laughs> so. I mean, well, I mean, I look, I, when you started dating a man who was in his 60s. I <laughs> he's older, right? Now that okay. he's in his 70s, mm-hmm. I mean, things happen. You know, things slow down. Uh, yeah i mean to a snail's pace so i mean i think i think the longer you let it go though the less likely it is you're gonna get started again it's like anything else you know you gotta you gotta prime the pump uh, no i i mean i i've been with this person now for a decade um i i know what makes him tick and obviously there's not much but um well, you maybe, know maybe you should do some of that stuff to make him tick no i mean i talk about it all the time i talk about like you know, doing, getting on his ass and stuff. And he's like, yeah, no, you know, that right. is right. look, look. It's been a long time thing. You've always talked about playing with his ass and he keeps telling you he doesn't want you to. Right. <laughs> so maybe that's just a thing for you. Maybe you think about what right? I just, I like to, to, you know, freak him out a bit and yeah, there's nothing I can do. And I, I mean, at this point, all I can do is really joke about it. I mean, I, I love my husband, and you know, it is what it is. No marriage is mis- no marriage is perfect. No relationship is perfect. <laughs> and you know, you have to decide what it is that's truly important. And True. you know, I how long is, that, how long has it been? Oh, so ooh, I have to look it up because I do document it when it when it does happen. <laughs> It's, it's, it's so rare that she has to document it. Exactly. That is so well, true. Like, it's an exotic animal. Well, Tachali, look, I've worked with this woman, so I, I can picture this easily, right? All right, now, before before we start doing this, all right, I need you to sign here. Right? <laughs> we, now, we need a witness, right? <laughs> yes. Um, June 15th. Of this year? Of this year. Well, damn, I thought it was a lot longer than that. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, you know, like I said, it's about maybe quarterly. Um, at, you know. Oh, well, fuck you. You're like, you're like complaining. You got it just a couple months ago. 
really okay so here again is the argument i have and i call him i it's it's hilarious i do call him a man whore only because i'm like you know he is obviously older than i am and so he has had more experience than me and because i was i guess very much a prude very much the whole you know oh the the person i have sex with is the person i'm going to be married to which was the case um I have had very little experience in comparison to someone who used their 20s to, you know, shag whatever. So I, I'm just like, you know, I guess the handful of times I've had it in my life is what I have to accept. And it is what it is. So, so I'm like, you know, at some point, the libido will slow down. Huh? You're relatively young. Relatively. Yeah. But I mean, you know, 40 years. (laughs) Uh, you know i mean are you really ready to just put up the caution tape down there and just let it go i mean what else am i gonna do <laughs> just um i mean you know because i i you know love my husband right right so it, you know so granted that it is our our anniversary weekend because i remember early on in our relationship i was like and i mean even very early on things started to slow down in that area and i was like you know well as long as i you know we can do it on like special occasions you know birthdays holidays anniversaries kind of right exactly and you know he he kind of agreed to that because i'm like you know those don't happen all the time so um and yeah that that hasn't happened in a while that it actually falls on a day of significance so you know whatever mm. we can move on to something else because i think me talking about my, my sex life is only or again the lack thereof uh is is going to drive away drive away the very few listeners we do have <laughs> i don't know look hey if they weren't driven away by hearing you talk about you know screwing bigfoot <laughs> oh my god anywhere now Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, I actually have a topic. Cool. Oh. I was gonna say. Um, I thought that this season we were gonna that T'Challa was gonna be giving us a topic for each show. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm now 14. My birthday was Monday. Yay! All that. Um, but anyway, on kind of the topic of Animal Crossing, I've started playing Super Smash. Mm. Which I mean is also an Nintendo game. Yeah, I hear many people play that <laughs> that game. So, so yeah, I find it to be really fun. I've probably put more time into it than I should have. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means it's a good game. Yeah, right, exactly. I I don't know how this is, but I'm absolute garbage at it, except for when I play as Samus. And now, for folks who don't know, which character is that? Um, that's the main character of Metroid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't know where I'm going with this. I just say in that fun game, cool, you know. Well, maybe maybe that's something you could play, Latoya, when you're not doing your crossing of yes. animals. But I'm still really into the game. I have, so again, I started playing the game back on July 24th. Um, as of this morning, when I logged off, I have already logged 425 hours God, on the really? game. So, and that's, that's behind my brother. So, um, myself and Gwen are around the same. Uh, she had a distance on me about 10 hours and then I made that up 
last night. Uh, but um, it's still it's, it's still really interesting to us. Like we were even talking about it yesterday. Tyler, keep in mind that she's an adult woman not having sex. <laughs> So there's some extra time there that a lot of adults don't have. Right. A lot of normal adult, adults would not have this kind of, <laughs> kind of time. Normal so, adults wouldn't stay up until 4 a.m. playing. That is true. That is so true. She's got, she's got to fill this void somehow. Absolutely. Great for these fictional creatures. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I just enjoyed it. There's not, you know, it's certainly, it's very much a, uh, a more laid back kind of game. We finished the actual story um, weeks ago. I mean, it didn't take us very long to run through the game, but um, there's so many other things to do that you just kind of, it's something to, to fill your time. So I if I pick up the console and start playing, I don't think I can play for less than an hour you like all of time just kind of melts around you and you just kind of get sucked back into the game so, so that's why you uh, need to be on this game barry <laughs> yeah so t'challa is there a storyline in super smash brothers or is it just a fighting uh, there game? kind of is i mean there's like a story mode oh okay because um, i mean in most games there is yeah, like you have to finish it, it so garbage oh <laughs> All right. so, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't intend on playing. Okay. On intent on playing what? The story mode. Oh, okay. I thought he was talking about what he heard of Animal Crossing. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm going to come through this anyway. <laughs> so. uh, honestly, my favorite game mode is just is trying to defend yourself against 100 enemies. Oh. Which is surprisingly a lot easier than it sounds. Hmm. I mean, they come in waves, but still. And see, we're both talking about Nintendo games. So this is, you know, I've mentioned that this is the, well, it's the first, it's, is it the first system? Second system I've purchased for myself. The first was the Wii. Still have it. Um, and now I have, yeah, the Nintendo Switch. And even though all I do is play this one game, my nephew, White Chocolate, had said, okay, also buy, I think we have, I think I bought, Mario Kart is it and some other game but I mean it's just in my case I never we we don't ever really play it so I am happy with my game I am happy when I get the Chinese to visit and give me stuff that I pay real money for and that sounds slightly offensive what <laughs> Well, I mean, I what about, do get. What about Chinese? Well, I get it from it's it's a Chinese website um, that they you know they they have stuff for you in game. <laughs> do what? I didn't even hear it. The wish, you know, the wish website. <laughs> um, I think it's is it m is it m t m t m m o dot com. Yeah. So it's it's it's. It like it says buy cheap Animal Crossing bells items. They also have st um, other stuff on there um, for some other games, but it's primarily for um, Animal Crossing. And so when we'd essentially hit the end of the game for the most part, because we did most of it legitimately at the very end my nephew started to play more again, and so he went and got some stuff from 
the Chinese. And I was like, what, what, you know, he gave us all this money and stuff so we could pay off our home loans. And I was like, oh, this is so awesome. Oh, oh, oh I see. You're doing deals with the, with the Yakuza. <laughs> I guess. I was just thinking, I need some Chinese to come around and let me pay off the deal. <laughs> so, yeah, you basically. It like you're doing some deals with It my- is, you know. I'm like, yeah, I go to them. <laughs> I'm kind of. <laughs> so yeah i buy from the chinese they visit my island and i'm the distro because then once they leave my brother and sister and stuff will come onto my island to pick up the stuff that the chinese left That's so it's like drug dealing i know except, well, i mean it kind of when you th- think your, about your it it's agent has logged in <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's funny because when they come to your island, because, I mean, you have to use, you can either, people can visit you if they're friends or if they're best friends, or if they, you give them what's called a Dodo code, um, because in game, it's like Dodo Airlines. Yeah. So, um, you know, you give them the Dodo code, they come to your island, like you'll, of course, buy all your, the stuff that you want. So you can buy money in the game you can buy any of the items that they have in the game and then you kind of just go from there so my brother and i have decided that we wanted to be trust fund babies and get a whole bunch of money did not realize that the way they do it they have to bring gold nuggets instead of so bells gold nuggets you can convert over into into the bells which is dollars the amount that we ordered essentially meant that they, and um, my brother and I had to grab 400 stacks. Um, our pockets only hold 40. So he had oh, to go yeah. and come several times. However, when the Chinese come to your island, they come and they don't actually have to leave until they're done. So their pockets, I assume, they've hacked some code to be able to hold hundreds of items at one time. So anyway, so mine is the is the island where it all happens, and then everyone comes and gets their stuff and leaves under the so cover of darkness. Are, are you like a, a gold? Are you money laundering? Is this? What, <laughs> I think I feel like you're money laundering. You're like I mean, I I I do kind of. There are times where I feel like there must be something like that happening, but I also what feel money like money laundering is it's that. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like in game that so there are still things in the game that we keep pure because i was like you know having the chinese come and bring money and bring items i'm like that does in theory take away from the experience but there are activities inside of the game that although you could essentially have intervention we still just do it strictly you know without any intervention we play it for the sake of playing it so you know we collected like all our fossils we did it the old-fashioned way we didn't you know have them bring us all the fossils or anything like that so there are things that we still will not desecrate (laughs) but when it comes to like items and stuff i can be bought and i will buy so (laughs) so yeah um you should see my paypal account recently it's just all these charges from um having gotten these items from the chinese so in my mind i think you know at some point when they come they actually bring something and like very code and stuff and what you know they're hackers right yeah i'm sure and i'm like you know what <laughs> at this point whatever <laughs> when your mom was playing um world of warcraft and they had those um got those chinese guys who would do like the gold mining you remember that? They were probably Korean. 
well, she called them Chinese, but yeah, and they would, you could pay them and they would basically like put in like, you know, 89 hours doing some quest for you so that you would get this, you know, incredible achievement or weapon or something. Mm -hmm. You would just pay them and they would do it for you. Um, or like if you needed a whole bunch of in-game money to, um, to buy something that they would like go and like, you know, fish for like, you know, 122 hours, you know, mm -hmm. give it to you. So, so yeah, like in this particular case, it's not like they're coming over to do stuff for you. It's you, it's just to drop off items, whether it be uh, gold nuggets, which convert to the bells. You have Nook Miles tickets or any of the items in the game. The only thing they do not sell is the turnips, um, which is what you use for the weekly stock market. Stock as in being S-T-A-L-K. Um, and it's just like the real world um, stock market. And um, you basically have to buy and sell. You know, you only can buy on Sundays, so you can't sell anything on Sundays. If you didn't sell from the previous week on Sunday, all of those turnips go bad, so you lose all that money. Um, but we track each day what the price is, um, so that we know, you know, when to sell. This so it it's more complicated it's, than I thought. I'm yeah, but it's so cool. Because, yeah, I mean, that's why it, there's still so much stuff in the game to keep you engaged, even when you finish the story. So, so I enjoyed it. It helps me to relax. Warcraft, but cuter. <laughs> um, it does help me to relax. And, um, you know, I guess I'm making up for lost time, kind of, Barry. Like, I did that brief, crazy period in my 20s where I was making up for the fact that, you know, I'd been very sheltered. Um, right. I just went crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I'm making up for lost time right now. Okay. D don't you think that it's definitely, like, something she would do to consider relax her re relaxation time as time spent investing in the stock market and doing <laughs> the, the Chinese, Chinese. mafia? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we like to create these, you know, backstories and all that stuff. So, like, we talk about backstories for the characters in the game, and even though we have their, you know, staple characters that everyone, of course, has, I, you know, one of my scenarios, I was like, oh, yeah, they, the sisters all fell out, and there, there, there's, on the island, there's this store called Able Sisters, which is what sells, like, clothing and all that stuff, so they, um, they're porcupines, but... Uh, two of the sisters work in the store. The old, one of the sisters just kind of does her own side hustle. And so I talk about how, you know, why they're not together anymore. And I don't know. It's, it's somewhere to channel some sort of creativity. Um, and I get to control what tempo it is. And again, in game, things, you know, things don't go sideways like it does in life. So, um, but there are true life lessons to learn in the game. So I guess this uh, wraps up our weekly uh, Animal Crossing segment. Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, today was the first game of the season for the uh, Arsenal team. Yeah, you said they were playing at 7 a.m. our time? 7.30 a.m., yeah. Okay. And uh, we so won 3 to nothing, And uh, so we're 1-0 and on the year. Uh, In got stark contrast to our favorite team, but – Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, um, it was a really short off-season because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, of all the corona stuff that delayed the end of last season. But, um, yeah, so in, really in the last month or so, we won the FA Cup. Um, then we won the Community Shield. Mm -hmm. 
and now we've opened up the season with a win. So I'm feeling really good. Um, and I was a little disappointed. I didn't call you out when you told me this. I was a little me? disappointed in you. Me? Yes, you. I, I mean, I disappoint you all the time. What's different? Because, you know, I had sent you this article about uh, Atlanta United and how mm-hmm. they're selling off all their best players and their last coach, like, I don't know, set fire to the Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gutted the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and you were like, well, you know, Kay and I, we probably won't be as big of fans, you know, anymore. And that's I was thinking, yeah, that's not a fan. I said not as big a fan. Like, you know, we're really, really into the yeah, team. He's always a fan. That's right. You know, if you had responded back to me and said, you know what, they're still my ride or die, you know. My ride or die went away. They, like they they're like down to two people on the team that were part of the original team the team has only been around since 2017 i i know so did i abandon arsenal when we started so bad last year and our manager got sacked no. whatever i'm not saying we're yeah. abandoning it i was saying we weren't going to be well, as big a fan that's exactly what you're doing that's it oh, yeah. whatever anyway and but i told you i said my justification is that it's an atlanta team and that's what atlanta teams do to you they get you excited because you know they can make it all the way and then they turn around and fuck up and so you know we made it all the way we had such a great team really cohesive play and coaching and then you know tata left and my favorite player left and all they traded out all the it just it's just been a, a shit show um, and so I don't have the heart in it to, um, to be quite as invested as I had been. So that's, yeah. all. I mean, they're still my team. I'm still following the team, but it does not give me pleasure. Like Arsenal gives you pleasure. Hey, you know, but look, so much in my life doesn't give anyway. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, you know, when I watch Arsenal and they're losing, it doesn't give me pleasure, you know, but I still watch them. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I um, mean, if I'm at a game and they're losing, I'm still watching them. But in general, I, I, my heart has been, like, I still haven't even gotten over my favorite player leaving. So basically since then, I follow, like, I, you know, get the notifications on my app with the score, any, any major news, that kind of thing. But yeah. the watching of the team now, it, it just hurts. I, I can't even, I honestly can't do it. I've not actually sat down and watched a, a whole game of this season. Um, we do have them all record and Kay watches them from time to time when he's on the road. Um, but generally speaking, we used to watch the games together, you know, and yeah, no, I'm, I'm still really just pissed off because the team, it, no. Hey, anytime I just, I think about becoming an MLS fan, I can't find them on TV. Uh, yeah, we we have the additional sports package, which I think costs us like seven ninety nine a month or something on top of what we already pay for cable. Um, and so we we specifically have it because you know sometimes uh, they come on like Univision or Spot for Fox Sports South or just some channel that doesn't come as part of the ba- as our package. So um so we do get to see all games. There's not a game that we can't see. Um. But it's, I mean, even if you don't subscribe to any extra packages, it's not that big. Of, it's, uh. Let's see, I, I can see Arsenal game pretty much on NBCSN. That's mm-hmm. where them are. Um, and, I mean, I can see almost all their games on there. And the few that aren't televised anywhere, like the FA Cup game, um, I use the Arsenal app and I listen to mm-hmm. it. Oh, okay, yeah. And they do have that for Atlanta United and stuff. You can listen to their games and – 
Um, but I mean, at the, you know, MLS is still, despite its popularity in recent years, it's still up and coming, arguably. Um, so, I mean, it's cool that you don't follow the MLS. <laughs> um, a lot of people that I still speak to when I say, yeah, I'm, I'm a Atlanta United fan. They're like, what are you talking about? And of course, then you say MLS and they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, um, you could become a Arsenal fan. Mm, I, I don't know. You've mentioned it before and I might, um, I don't know. I, I'm still, it, it, it's a higher grade of football. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. I mean, it is. It is. What is that? The premier league? Is yeah. that, okay. But I, if I was going to be a fan right now, I would probably do Newcastle only because my favorite player is playing for Newcastle. So. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Look, you know, the only people who should be Newcastle fans are people who are like born in the area. Okay. Nobody chooses <laughs> to be a fucking Newcastle fan. Oh my gosh. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, it's true. Nobody's going to like, oh man, I want to root for Newcastle. <laughs> I mean, unless you're from that area, there's no reason at all to to be a Newcastle fan. So, I mean, why are you an Arsenal fan? Because they're the best and you no for the best? I deliberately picked a team that um, had a history that I liked, but who were not currently at their peak. So, Arsenal has not won a league title in over a decade. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, you know, the past several seasons, we, we haven't finished in the top four. So we've missed the Champions League for the past, like, four seasons. Um, so they're a team that, that have had success, but they have not had a lot of success recently. Okay. Uh, so I wanted to be there to, to, you know, to see them build back up. And I knew oh, I was okay. a fan of Manchester United because they're like the Yankees. I mean, yeah, yeah. the assholes are fans of them. So they're like the Yankees or the Patriots or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, so I picked a team that, that I liked. Um, you know, they have cool uniforms. <laughs> really? So the uniforms were also a part of your decision? Well, of course. You're not going to pick wow. something you don't want to, like, looking at. I guess, but I mean. Like you saying, know. you know, well, yeah, so, so you're looking for what they looked like when you chose to do well, well, yeah. It's just it just seems odd that you would do that. I mean, I will say that I hate the seasons, this season and last season's uniforms for Atlanta United, but I would it was not a determining factor. I mean, I've well, always they have so many they have so many different kits now. Yes, they do. I wish they would stop with that mess. Oh my god! Because yeah. like, um, Arsenal generally wears red, but like today they were in like their season opening road kit. Mm-hmm like this weird blue <laughs> so yeah it's their their way of milking even more money because we st we don't have the the king kit like the georgia peach color one it's white and anyway um and yeah they have others and i'm like no no i'm i'm good so so yeah i mean i'm still a fan i still actually buy atlanta united merch but I'm just, I'm, I'm still, you know, nursing some heartbreak, but I do follow them. So, 
you know, I'm just, again, really pissed at what has happened to the team. They took a winning team. There's not, you know, there's nothing arguable about whether it was a winning team or not. It was a winning team. We won the MLS Cup in 2018 and just gutted the whole thing. That feels a long time ago. It does, even though it it wasn't. But, I mean, yeah, but the team was gutted. There's no way around it. (laughs) Just um, moving on. Because, yeah, I can (laughs) – I don't want to continue to get upset about how but, I feel know, I about can, it. I continue to explore new things musically. Um, so oh, the struts you listened to, wasn't it? Yeah, but first we're going to we're gonna say, of course, recently I got into Kiss, right? Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a Paul Stanley t-shirt right now, right? Star Child. Um, and I also got a t-shirt that has every member of Kiss who's ever been in it, all on one shirt. It's cool. Um, Speaking about someone who's making up for lost time, that, that is exactly what you're doing right now with your, your kiss fascination. Well, no, it's just my latest, you know. It's like a little schoolboy. Oh, but my I, God. <laughs> you know, I, I had a period where I, like, bought every album that David Bowie did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I had, like, two years. I was, like, really into Eric Clapton. You know? Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, because we've had discussions around that. Yeah. So, you know, this is, this is the latest thing. Um, but I got um, tickets to see Kiss in Atlanta in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Their, it's their end of the road tour. It's like, <laughs> I think this is their third or fourth final tour. I was about to say. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, they had a final tour back in like 2000 and then 2003 and then 2010. I don't know. Anyway, but this one's supposedly the last one. But they just haven't told us when it's going to end. They're just going to keep touring on this tour. And then... Yeah, when they stop making the money that they need or feel like it's worth to be on the road, then they'll be like, yeah, we're done. Right. So, um, yeah, so I got some tickets to see Kiss in Atlanta next year. Uh, So that'll be pretty cool. And, um, yeah, so Robbie Williams had done that song with the Struts, and Mm -hmm. you listened to it. I did. I did. And what'd you think? I liked it. I actually, I mean, I thought it was a really good, um, yeah collaboration I, I liked the song i didn't like it enough to want to know how you know much more about the struts but i mean i still enjoyed the song yeah yeah well, so, i mean you so you did a little bit of a deep dive right yeah so i've listened to every strut song now um which they only have like three albums so it didn't oh long. okay so everything that um, was available to you on spotify yes yes okay i listened to the complete struts playlist that's on there and i was a little surprised at first when it started like repeating i'm like what the hell you know <laughs> and i went and looked and i realized well there's only like you know 30 songs right so three albums is because <laughs> yeah. it's very different from when i did that with kiss and right right albums plus four solo albums. right <laughs> you know all this kind of stuff <clears throat> you know that was a deep dive right this was more like a kiddie pool mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I really liked some of it. I, I made a little playlist of just my absolute favorite songs. It was like 11 songs. Mm-hmm. So the ones I like, I really, really liked. Um, the videos are kind of interesting. The, their front man is, is very, um, very much in the uh, Frankie, uh, the Frank, Frankie, Freddie Mercury kind of vein. Got it. Um, he, As he, most people, most rock people <clears throat> tend to be. Well, he's like if Freddie Mercury and Mick Jagger had a, ah, okay. It would be him. Okay. He moves like Mercury, but he kind of looks a little like Jagger. <laughs> um, 
And so it's interesting, but he, I mean, he's very, very eye-catching. I mm-hmm. mean, he's got charisma, certainly. Um, and some of their music's just really, really good. So, yeah, they're good. When the new album comes out, the one that has Strange Days on it, mm-hmm. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, I'm still undecided on which uh, music service that I want to uh, commit to. So, we, I we to send you some music the other day. And then remembered that I don't pay for I don't do Spotify. Well, no, because um, I, I was trying to send it to you on, like, Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. But then I, I, there's no way to gift music on there. I thought they changed that. Unless no. they hadn't. Maybe it's books that they changed. Yeah. And, um, well, you remember I wasn't able to gift you any Bigfoot porn. Right. But, I mean, I think since then they had changed it. Yeah. Because when I looked, I think it was possible. I think you just used that re- that excuse to say, you know, you can pay for this porn. Um, no, no. You know, I thought it was you saying, oh, Latoya, you need to pay for something. So, <laughs> nah. but yeah, um, I couldn't send that to you. And then I was like, well, I don't want to figure out how to do it through iTunes because I don't use iTunes anymore. Yeah, um, and see, I still I do. I actually just buying you a physical CD. Yeah, and see, I wouldn't know. But the CD I wanted to send you was like twelve ninety nine. I'm like, I'm not playing twelve ninety nine. <laughs> Unless it is, you know, Robbie Williams. Right, or something. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know what I'll do. But, but yes, yeah, so I'm trying to decide only because we have, you know, I have basically doubled down when it comes to getting these, like, the, the dots, the Amazon dots. Um, deliberately not saying her name since there's one inside my office. And um, so... I have one in almost in most of the rooms and that kind of stuff. And I use it, you know, she wakes me up or, you know, the the system wakes me up and stuff. And we do have, or at least I have access to um, a paid iTunes or Apple music subscription. And you can use that as your music source um, for the dot, but I, I don't know. I just, there are things that I really like about Amazon's music selection. So I'm like, because I use the dots, it may just be easier to use that. And I don't pay for Apple music myself. My brother pays for it for the family um, plan. So yeah, I just, I just don't know. So I just play the different stations or different types of music that I like. And I realize that because I'm on app, um, the, Amazon Prime version of it. So it's not the free um, Apple, um, Amazon Music, but it's what you get if you're on Prime. It's still, you know, a very limited <laughs> amount of songs. Um, I often end up with stuff repeating all the time. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what it would be like if, and, I'm, and then I'll think about it and just not do anything about it because I'm like, I don't want to spend any more money. I get in this way when I don't balance my checkbook and it's been like a month and a half. So I just, you know, do the whole, let me look to see if there's money in the account. Okay, cool. And (laughs) it's horrible. I just, I'm so, I mean, the thing is, I was, I was telling my client, um, I think it was oh, yesterday. Just do I have enough money for this? Let's see. I haven't gotten any notice from the bank. So I'm right, pretty- exactly. So I'm doing it. Let me have, like my husband does the check, his checkbook kind of thing, if he even had a checkbook. But um, I realized, I was telling a client yesterday, I said, I this week it dawned on me that I'm actually really depressed and just had not realized how, de- how much I was. Um, because I feel like my behavior and my moods the past several weeks it just now? No, 
I mean, I knew that I was depressed. I'm always depressed. Now, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm saying as far as to the what level of depression I was feeling. Okay. Because, you know, uh, I do have, it does have its spike seasonally as well. And so yeah. I just did not realize how much in despair I actually am, um, which I know sounds really strange. So, I mean, what, what are you so down about besides the fact that you haven't gotten laid since June? Um... <laughs> I am, I, I often lament to Kay that, you know, I was already married to someone who was in the military or w wanted that kind of life. And, you know, I did not plan to remarry. And certainly if I remarried, I wasn't planning on being involved with somebody again who was not going to be at home, you know, because um, I'm like, I can do, you know, I can be on my own and not have the, any additional headaches outside of me taking care of me. But, you know, he's a drug driver, and so he often spends a good amount of time on the road. And I just, I don't like it. You know, I'm like, that's kind of the whole thing is, like, I'm supposed to be married, so I'm supposed to be sharing my life with someone. And, you know, it's like you're not here to do that. And, I mean, so there's that part of it that starts to really wear on me. Um and I mean, you know, it's good like right now because he does pay for or he takes care of paying for the health insurance, which was always one of those po points of us arguing. Um, anyway, so, I mean, I know what he's doing and why he's doing it and that kind of thing. But it doesn't change the fact that it's like I'm, you know, I'm in a marriage alone, it feels like. <laughs> so. So, um, so yeah, and I mean, obviously the fact that it's the, my depression gets really goes sideways around this time of the year, um, just because of the seasonality of it as well. But I mean, you know, on the regular, I'm depressed 24 seven. It just, there right. are moments where there are spikes and unfortunately I was not paying attention to this spike. And so a couple of days ago, I was very much in a downward spiral. Like things were starting to really slip through the cracks. I wasn't able to keep all the balls juggling. And I, I mean, it, yeah, it just, it, it, it is what it is. So I'm reluctant to take any additional medication because I do have like an emergency stash of, of um, one of my medications. Um, but it does have its side effects. And I don't know if I want to go there. So I'm right now essentially just ignoring the problem. <laughs> Something like that. You know how those of us who are depressed, you know what we do. Yeah. Try to fake it till we make it. Mm. But I mean, you, were, you weren't in a very good mental place last week or whatever. So I mean. Oh, no. No. No, you're right. So, you know, you get it. It, it. It's just one of those things. And as you get older, I think that, you know, it's just, it is what it is. And so that is the case for me. It is what it is. But it had gotten so bad that, you know, I was telling Kay, you know, it's like, oh, crap, I've got to, you know, like take out the trash and do all this stuff that I really hadn't been doing much of. Because, I mean, again, it's just me, so it's not like I generate a lot of trash. But I started to get really just lazy and sloppy around the house, which I never do. Um, yeah. Because if nothing else, even if I haven't dusted or anything, everything is always neat. I always keep the, you know, the entire house neat. 
And so when that starts to slide, then, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, something is going on. I'm more depressed than usual. So, mm. but it's okay. <laughs> so, um, T'Challa, mm -hmm. did you want to share any of the, the, the stuff you got for your birthday besides Super Smash Brothers? Um, not <laughs> well, one of our listeners, I will say, is curious about how things are going um, on at school for the two of you guys. What? He said all good so far. Okay, so still no cases of COVID? Not at my school. None okay. Then again, none tested. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, at my school, they say there's three students in the whole system. Um, the whole school system or that uh, school? You can check on grandma because the oven's been going off for a long time. Um, yeah, so it's, but I, I don't, you know, I, I'm not saying they, they're not accurate. It's just, um, you know, I know of two students who are out right now. So maybe I just know two of the three. Which know. is... But no, I was saying, so is it in the school system or in your school? No, they say in the whole system. So, yeah, that would be weird that you would know two of the three people in the entire school system. Yeah. Um, anyway. But, um, yeah, overall things are going fine. I mean, my face-to-face -face classes are, are, are great because, um, you know, they're so small. Right. They're the ideal size of what, you know, teachers I, dream they could have. <laughs> Yeah, I have two classes that total 12 people. Because um, one of them you said started with like 15 and then dropped and then dropped. Yeah, that, that, that was still my biggest one. There's seven left in there now. Wow. Um, and then the other class, um, there's five right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, everybody's involved. Everybody's awake. <laughs> everybody's <laughs> you know, answering questions. It's, so it's really good. I guess one could argue that the ones who are really, really dedicated to school are the ones who opted to come to school or something, but either that no. or the parents were like, you know, there's no COVID, go, go to school. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some of the kids are still failing. Mm, you know? Okay. But I mean, they're, they're still they're, like, I have, I haven't written up anybody this year. So they're just more engaged this year. And I mean, I, and mean, I suppose they know to not act out if they're only one of seven people in a class if they're gonna act like an ass that's just i mean you know yeah i mean it's just there's less people to show off for right and i mean i haven't even threatened to write anybody <laughs> i mean there's there's been no no um behavioral issues at all um now then my my online course does take up a lot of time and okay and some of the teachers that have like i only have one online course but like, you know, one of my fellow teachers, he's got three. So he's got like 116 kids online. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's like teaching college courses, basically. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's just that it's, it's more time consuming with the online class than it is for my two face-to-face -face classes. Right. And I think the results are not nearly as good. Well, yeah, I mean, because obviously you've got to deal with the technology side of it and the preps. It, yeah. I mean, it's completely different to move it from in-person to to the online experience and certainly as people are now starting to shift and attempt to 
you know, move their learning online. Cause I mean, you know, I adopted it very early on. I was thrilled to do my master's completely online. Um, yeah. So, you know, back in the di dinosaur ages of, of doing online classes, it was still my preferred method. Um, certainly when I started working, you know, like full time and that kind of thing. And just in general, because I get very annoyed and bored in classes quickly. Um, especially when people are asking stupid questions, those types of things. So I think that with the online environment, it allows for me to, you know, ease more easily dismiss when people are being stupid. Um, but I mean, I do think that this is going to start to become at least part of the norm that there's going to be more of a shift to online. Um, yeah, and you know, I ha I have some friends online who are like, oh, this is the way it should be. You know, everybody should be online and blah blah blah. No, I and actually, you know, even though you know I'm fully antisocial, I support just never seeing people. But right. I don't I don't agree with it being fully online. There is still no. a lot that is lost because there's truly experiences and stuff that you get only in person in the you know in the traditional environment that would be lost and not necessarily replaced by something better. So and certainly the relationship side of it is completely different. Yes, it is. Even when I call on people in class or, you know, call to check on them and stuff, it's nothing like, um, you know, the way it is with my face-to-face -face kids. I mean, you know, I guarantee you that my face-to-face -face kids feel like they have a relationship with me. Mm -hmm. um, whereas the, the kids in my online class, I, I probably the most either of us could say is, Oh yeah, that person's in my class. Right, right. That's or, true. Oh yeah, that's the person who always has the blanket on their head. You know, on the the camera screen. Mhm. Mm <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I think that with the online environment, it it allows you to more easily mask certain things about maybe your personality or whatever that is important to learn in the in-person environment. You know, like if someone is maybe struggling in a way has maybe mental issues or just whatever these are things you learn by interacting with them in person right. and so with the school environment it's not like you know when you're in school physically even if you they're not your friend or whatever you get a sense of how certain people tick and how they work yeah. but on the in the online environment you don't get that inter interaction so well, yeah um you know we do these things they're called formative assessments all the time mm -hmm. You know, I'll be just talking. I'll be looking around the room as I'm talking, and I can. I'm pretty good at figuring out. Okay, they are not getting it. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I remember they we talked about it. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I can look around and say, okay, that kid back in the back, they're not listening. This one over here, they're confused. These folks up front, they've got it. You know, you can see it in their eyes. Mm -hmm. And when I'm on the 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 camera screen, looking at their faces in the little boxes, like you know, on the Brady Bunch. It's not as clear for me. Well, I mean, I'm going to keep it real. Like they're not getting it. <laughs> so I'm going to keep it real. I recently, you know, since I, I'm, you know, for those who don't realize that I play an awful lot of Animal Crossing, I've gotten to the point now where it's because like one of my meeting or one of my clients requires us to use the cameras before we didn't. Um, so I will still, if I get to the point of being very truly bored, I will pull out the console and put it so that, you know, like I'm, it, I'll put it up to my screen right below the camera. So oh, it yeah. looks like I'm looking at what's going on, but I'm playing instead. 
because you know, I'm like, if I'm going to be bored, I'm going to be bored. Um, but it's, I, I do think it's going to be interesting to see what the shift does. I also think that you and I, in terms of because of our ages, we're kind of on that cusp of not really, <sighs> I think more and more starting to move into that online um, space certainly a lot more online dating stuff like that that was more so in its general infancy when we you know we were in our adulthood and so I think that um as far as assessing just how truly engaged someone is and that kind of thing um isn't going to be as clear-cut as it would be if it was in person like you've you've pointed out and I don't know if like if because of our age (laughs) that there might there that we're reaching that point now where there are things that we just aren't going to ever really get because of our age and the way we we do things or things or have always done things i don't know yeah because i mean people who are successful learning online have to have a certain level of internal motivation right and you know the a lot of kids don't have that so it's one thing sometimes they can get by in a face-to-face environment mm-hmm. they'll actually come up to your desk and look at you and say what's going on right mm-hmm. but it's much harder for me to send you a chat message and say what's going on and you answer me right <laughs> you know because i mean it's physical proximity does matter to a lot of these kids you know mm-hmm. a lot of these kids they don't they're not going to try and do anything for you unless they think you care about them. And that's just the fact, you know, um, you have to get across to them. I, I, I'm worried about you. You're going to fail. I don't want you to fail. And it's, you know, when there's that distance in between you and them, it's like you're on TV. They don't, they don't really feel anything for you. Um, whereas, you know, I've had classes before where they've acted up when somebody has been in there observing me when they leave, and I look around and I say, you know, I am so disappointed in you. Yeah, but you're publicly shaming them. <laughs> but I'm, I'm talking about in class, you know, the whole class. I'll oh, say, okay. I say, I'm so disappointed in all of you. You know, what you did just now embarrassed me. And you can see, you know, they're like, oh, you know, we're sorry. Right, because you can't hide behind uh, a screen or Yeah, whatever. and next time they don't do it, right? Right, right. But I, if I try to do that on the screen... Half of them aren't listening to me anyway. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, though, is that yeah. because of this kind of this split right now and we are us being on that cusp of, I mean, you know, I am on that Gen X millennial cusp. There are things that I, I certainly identify with as far as being millennial as well as Gen X. Um, but I think that this generation, those around now or being born now, are more than likely going to be the beginning, the beginning of a more online environment. Kind of like, I don't know why I keep thinking about Ready Player One, but that it's very much, they're going to learn to engage and be engaged in different ways that we are not accustomed to because we weren't in that position of having to do it that way. We've been in a, uh, we've, um, I guess you could say, we've transitioned we've been a part of a transition, but some people are being born into this now. And so what, what we expect or what we had growing up in our experiences will not be the same for them. And some of that translate and some of that doesn't, you know? Right. So, mm. okay. So since we had no guide today, 
Um, how long have we been going? Oh, we've okay. We did good. Over an hour. So we did good. I was wondering. I was like, oh God, I don't have anything written down, and do I really want to? You know, do I have anything to talk about? And well, it's funny. Tatala said, you know, oh, I better throw something in there quick, and I'm like, yeah, I can just wing it. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, because I mean, you know, I find yeah, something. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, it's just meant to just be there to help, you know, like in the event that we don't have anything to talk about kind of thing, but, um, and to structure the program a bit, but, you know, it is what it is. I think we're, we're pros at it, <laughs> but no, I, I, so today when, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go, go to sleep. And I was like, oh crap, we're doing the show today. So, um, I was telling that to, um, Gwen and Miles and they were like yeah no you need to go record the show I said what for like the seven people that listen to the show they're like yes you need to go record the show I'm like okay whatever because I'm like I'm tired and uh, you know moody but I mean I know that's usually the case anyway yeah but they know this is the closest to therapy you get that's true because I can't afford real therapy yeah 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 because you need somebody sometimes to tell you you know I'll just you're fucked up but I mean, I already know that stuff, though. Yeah, but you know? still need to hear it. <laughs> I need to be publicly shamed. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be reminded of it. It's right, so yeah. you're reminded of it. That, that's exactly it. Of how worthless we are, we all are as human beings. Mm, okay. Uh, so next week, what are we gonna be talking? About? Well, next week, I'm hoping that T'Challa will do, um, you know, what he had suggested, giving us a topic to talk about each week. Just say uh, some T'Challa. random topic um, that so you're supposed to be coming up with random topics for us to discuss. Yeah. Like one random topic for us to discuss. So, I mean, he's not necessarily having to plan the whole show kind of thing, but right. it's basically a, a new segment that we're going to be, you'll throw it out there. So even if you're not going to be over it. there. I think we should call it T'Challa Wants to Know. Yes. I like that. <laughs> what is it you want to know this week, T'Challa? And um, then, you know, he asks. I can, I can say something. Well, we're going to do this for next week. Uh, well, he can give us something now to end the show with. All right, all right. Go ahead and give us one now. What is it with people in big white pickup trucks and backing into parking <laughs> Well, <laughs> they tend to be white men. Yeah, usually they, white men. White Sometimes men white women. Sometimes mm-hmm. white but they tend to be, um, you know, they have the big white truck to kind of serve as a metaphor for oh, the fact they have a, well, they have a little mm-hmm. dick, right? <laughs> and sometimes they have, sometimes there's white that, ladies that's, that's who have the same thing. And so they like to back in so that everybody has to stop and look at them, mm-hmm. you know, and show off. It's just like with the people who believe that somehow their the music in their car needs to be shared with everyone. Um, yeah. So... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think people are, and it's so sad that there's so many stereotypes that, of course, are based in some reality. But, you know, so when you were saying that, too, as far as coming up with the characteristics, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, and they're usually Republican. And yeah. they're usually, I mean, I hate doing that, but it's like, oh, but that's so true, though. Um, yeah. So I will end <laughs> by asking what you think about or what you thought so I'm, I'm still trying to stay away from watching much of any news or anything like that but um recently i saw you know trump was somehow trying to act like well he was only downplaying corona because you know he didn't want that for there to be mass hysteria 
And um, so I'm, I'm curious about what you, your thoughts are on, on that revelation. I mean, I, look, he's, he's the president of the United States and through him downplaying the, um, the severity by him implying that people didn't need to wear masks, mm -hmm. um, by encouraging people to go out. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he he directly led to thousands and thousands of deaths. Yes. Directly. And, and I mean, as much as we like to joke about it and say maybe it's, you know, those deaths were the people that believe his nonsense and so that's fine. Um, it's just It's just bad policy. It's just being a bad person. Um, I think, because I know that the president is supposed to kind of manage what it is that's kind of put out there. I get it. There are things we do not need to know. There are things that will cause mass hysteria, especially if it was to come from his mouth. But I think that he is just trying to, I think he's just trying to dial it back and trying to, um, I mean, it's, it's crap. He wasn't saying anything about it because he didn't care about anybody. Yeah. Um, and he, he didn't want to cause a panic. It was a panic in the um, the on Wall Street. He didn't give a damn about mm -hmm. a panic amongst the people. Right, right. So, so I mean that that just and again I am deliberately staying out about out of politics as much as possible because my blood pressure does not like it. Um, but I'm like you're just pandering at this point. The things he's doing now is so obvious that he's doing because it's election time. Oh yeah, you know, and I'm like, and I mean, I honestly, if he somehow gets reelected this whole year, 2020, I'm I'm just gonna be like, let's just set a torch to it because I I don't understand how it would be possible for someone who has lacked any kind of sense of leadership, intelligence, decorum, um, could get reelected for another term as president especially in this environment. You know, I'm hoping that for all the people who are, who've been standing up as far as Black Lives Matter movement, all of that, that they will in fact turn out to the polls. Because again, it's like, we do not want a repeat of 2016. Yeah. When people are like, oh, it's not, I, it doesn't matter. I don't need to vote. Yeah, you do. I mean, yes, at the end of the day, I'm pissed off about how the electoral college works, that kind of thing. But you need to actually do something. So we got um, our, our, our county sent us information, I guess this week or last week, where we can go ahead and, and request our, abs our absentee ballots. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mail mine. Because I'm like, you know, I know you and I talked about it on the show. I was like, as much as I want to be able to go vote in, in person, I don't know what's ultimately going to happen with um, the COVID stuff going on. I mean, we're about to enter, you know, cold and flu season which is certainly not fun and so there could be more of a flare-up of it um so i want to be safe <laughs> and still vote so i think i'm gonna go we're gonna request ours i need to mail it off but yeah i think we're gonna do um absentee balance this year what'd you say to on the topic of uh trump uh -huh. what really makes me mad is these campaign ads where they're saying that Biden is doing nothing to fix America. 
he's the president? Is he doing his job? Is Trump doing anything to fix America? And um, what does he expect for, for Biden to be able yet. to do, given his, I mean, he's not directly in government right now as far as he, being able he's to... He's not able to do anything. Right, there's nothing... Yeah, he's, he's sitting around wiping his ass. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> sorry, wiping his ass on America. There we mm. go. That's that's better description. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree. I mean, he keeps talking about, oh, think how terrible it's going to be if Biden's president and all this kind of stuff. And, and I'm like, you've been president for four years. Look how bad it is now. <laughs> no, really. And you have no sense. So, I mean, I'm going to gamble on the person that seems to actually have some, some sense and who was the right hand, theoretically, technically, of the president who seemed to make the most sense in my lifetime. So... <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I just don't. But I am fearful, and we talked about this uh, on another show, I believe, that you know, election day for us this this go around could be a dangerous one for the United States. Yeah, um, and it that does concern me, and so maybe that's also part of why I'm like, yeah, I'm an absentee ballot because you know I can the, just mail it in and and watch everything going on on the on the day the way I did you know four years ago on my tv in the office so yeah but i'm 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 very nervous going into this election so um yeah i'm i'm sure we'll have a lot to say and um we will depending on how it goes if if it's anything like it was in 2016 we'll be i'll be texting you and be like okay i'm moving to montreal on this date and (laughs) (laughs) um because yeah i I mean i don't know how much more we can take as a country yeah so Mm. Oh, I do remember. Are you guys in school going to do like any kind of like mock election or anything? Uh, I doubt it. We haven't talked about it at all. What about you, T'Challa? What? Are y'all going to do any kind of mock election or anything for the president stuff? No. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, back in the day. They really keep politics out of schools, you know. Well, back in the day, they used to let us do mock elections because they wanted us to take part in that process. And so we were learning about, you know, voting and blah, blah, blah. So we got to like, you know, cast our own ballots for, for um, the candidate. So, I mean, I do think it's an interesting teaching tool, um, but I was just curious. Yeah. When I was in elementary school, I remember, uh, uh, when Reagan and Mondale ran ran against each other in '84, I remember we had a mock election. Oh, and uh, me and uh, my friend were the only two people who voted for Mondale. <laughs> and I remember that uh, when the actual election took place, you know, and, and Mondale lost every fit, all states, even mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was pretty much a, a prediction of what was going to come. So. I think so. But yes, so, you know, if, if you heard nothing else on this show, please remember, if you've not yet registered to vote, make sure you're registered. Please vote, whether it be absentee or in person. Um, I don't care what Trump has been saying about absentee ballots and blah, blah, blah. He has voted that way before. The military uses absentee ballots for the most part. So, again, I don't even know why it's an issue. Well, I mean, I, okay, I do know why, but... Yeah. It's just, uh, I just, I can't even. Yeah. Trump's Alrighty. A, 
So yes, please have a really cool topic for us next week, even if it's a lame topic. <laughs> Tajala, it'll be cool, yeah. I think. Yeah. Just something off the wall, or you know, assuming that we'll be able to speak to it somewhat intelligently, <laughs> or you know, for <laughs> well, me to we'll be, be able, able to say, to it. yeah, I want to be able to speak to it. Um, you, yeah, I don't want to have to be like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, and then you know, doing the cheat thing where we Google while we're doing the show. <laughs> so, so yeah, but um, until next time, everyone, stay safe. Um, what are you stay sexy. out with? Stay safe, stay sexy. And what are you going to throw out there, uh, Dajal? What should they stay? At home. Yes! Love it. All right, well, see, that's fine. You can be uh, safe and sexy at home. Yep. I thought he was going to be like, and then say, say stay sane. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, I think many, of, many people have already crossed that threshold of not being sane anymore. They're going stir crazy at home, so. Yeah. Alrighty, bye. Bye. bye.